18 days away from kickoff in Dublin. I'm sure our next guest can already taste the Guinness Pines Hill consume up there in Ireland. Robin Washington of On3.com. Good morning, Robin. Uh, can you already taste the Guinness Pines, Robin, or not? <laughs> well, we've already got a list of confirmed uh, pubs and establishments that uh, we're, we're definitely going to check out. So the, really, the, the itinerary set is just a matter of uh, which place stands out above the rest. But there's some, yes. like, one of my favorite things is the names of bars over there, hmm. like, like the Horse Show House, Buskers Bar. Buskers. Go, go, uh, <laughs> go, Gardies. The all Dubliner, like the most Irish names you could possibly think of. Who, so I'm just just that has piqued my interest. When you say we have a list, who is this we? Who's we? <laughs> uh, the, uh, the the on three administration has compiled a list to <laughs> you know, make sure that the employees make the most of their time in Ireland. Important important things there. Uh, <laughs> all the important. Like, why am I not involved in these yeah. decisions? You're, I you're think just I gonna, know. You're what. just going to go where they it's take. It's you, above so. your pay grade. Yeah. You're just going to yeah. go where they take you. Yeah. Uh, Rob, we were just talking about last segment. Uh, <laughs> We're curious. It's a it's a simple question, but it's it's pretty loaded. Um, how confident are you, Robin, in Nebraska's ability to stop the run this season? Um, relatively. Now, here's the issue: is um, kind of like with last year, they were good enough to stop the run, but they wore down, and so it's kind of a two part component. Where I'm confident that this year's defensive front seven will be good enough to be. Um, you know, more than serviceable uh, in terms of slowing down the run, but will they actually get help from an offense that won't force them to be on the field for, you know, 60-plus snaps uh, in a game, especially against the, the more physical teams in the conference that inevitably will uh, have games break open because they just physically wear down? Will, will the depth actually be able to step up behind those starters to actually allow them to substitute at positions like inside linebacker. So, um, you know, I think that those are, it's kind of a, uh, a several part answer to it, but I think just on the surface level of what we know about the defense so far, yes, I, I am relatively confident that they will be good enough to stop the run. It's just a matter of, will they get enough help around them to, to be good for it over the course of an entire season. Rob, you were at practice availability on Friday when Frost, I mean, Frost was really pretty interesting. And one of the things he said, and you were standing there when he said it, was that that the starting quarterback job is Casey's to lose. It's his job. It's, it's Casey's job to lose. Did that, did that strike you at the time as the most definitive thing Frost has said about that situation? Yeah, by far. Uh, you know, usually he likes to play the game where the competition is open and, you know, all it's not going to be decided until right before the game. Um, other coaches, like Mark Whipple, had <laughs> been pretty clear about where things stood, so it wasn't a total surprise what he said. The surprising thing was that it was Frost who said it. Uh, that he was actually willing to go ahead and pull back the curtain and admit what everybody already knows uh, and say that Casey's the, the the clear front runner right now. So I think that that was the surprise that you know this is kind of a different page in Frost's fall camp playbook uh, to actually uh, 
you know, ad- admit something that everybody's already speculating is, is, is happening and kind of going forward where, you know, a lot of times he publicly would try to, um, you know, keep that thing, uh, keep people guessing on it as long as possible. So, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a change of course for Frost. Speaking of, ch- <clears throat> speaking of changes of course, Frost on Friday talked about who's running the offense. His quote, whips in control. He's running it which was a slight variation, Rob, from Big Ten Media Days when Frost said it's going to be a collaboration. I'm not divorcing myself from it. It's pretty notable. What was your reaction to Frost on Friday saying, whip's in control, he's running it? Yeah, again, like like you said, it was uh, a much different tune than what he was saying out in Indianapolis where it was almost like he was getting annoyed with the notion that he wasn't going to be heavily involved in the offense and that it was you know, not just going to be Whipple is going to be uh, him kind of overseeing some new ideas. So for him to say that, you know, again, it's kind of what everybody had already speculated on, but um, Frost actually uh, decided to go ahead and, and confirm it to where, um, you know, he kind of laid out uh, the dynamics of that staff right now to where, you know, Mark Whipple really is uh, holding the keys to the car. And I'm sure, you know, it's not to say that Frost isn't involved and is uh, very much um, you know, overseeing uh, a lot of what's going on, but uh, you know, this this offense is now Mark Whipple's show. And the, again, the the surprising part about it is that Frost openly uh, admitted it, especially when just you know a couple weeks ago, uh, you know, he almost seemed uh, offended at the idea that uh, he wasn't still uh, pushing all the buttons on on that side of the ball. Talking about Robin Washington. Robin, I'm curious, the Northwestern game, uh, you know, 18 days away from right now, Nebraska blew them out last season, 56-7, to but this game usually is tight one way or the other. Are you expecting, you know, I think Nebraska is a 12-12.5 to point favorite, but are you expecting a tight and uncomfortable game in Dublin or a comfortable Nebraska win? I would be right now more surprised in a lopsided victory, or I guess a lopsided score either way. And it's not just about the teams, it's about all the variables involved here, where there's just so many unknowns about how each team is going to handle that type of international trip and being overseas for an entire week and um, all that goes with that. Uh, you know, there's just it's just hard to predict how guys are going to respond to that dramatic of a change in routine. So um, usually, you know, I, I'm just going off you know a lot of the NFL games in London. Uh, things are sloppy, you know, the, the the field's different, you know, everything's just, just different over there. So, you know, to, to think that some team's going to be clicking at a high level right out of the gate in week zero, playing in a completely different country, you know, I, I think that might be, um, I don't know, a, a bit, um, you know, over, so I, I would expect it to be kind of a, just a rough game on both sides and inherently will make it uh, a, a close game until some team finally kind of gets gets things figured out as the game gets underway. Here's a hard question. Rob, who's going to be the number one running back in Dublin? Well, Anthony Grant is certainly making his case. I think Ramir Johnson is very much going to be in that conversation, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if he's the first running back out there. But I could still see Anthony Grant, starter or not, getting the lion's share of the workload um, at that uh, running back spot. So, uh it's going to be one of those two, but I think either way, Grant will be the primary running back 
as the game goes along, starter or not. I agree. Uh, one thing, last thing defensively, Robin. Yesterday, Nebraska at like five thirty at night adds a cornerback or defensive back, Brandon Moore. Um, they already have. They yeah, said so there's three guys playing with the ones in the scrimmage on Saturday with with Tommy Hill, Quentin Newsom, and Braxton Clark. They add a defensive back who has played at UCF. He's a six year guy. Any 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 reason why they added him? What what do you believe is behind this, Robin? Well, the real it's, the connections obviously through Travis Fisher, um, the relationship they had when going all the way back to uh, the 2018 cycle. Uh, and so Moore's coming here as a walk-on. You know, he's not a scholarship guy. Maybe they're thinking that, you know, if nothing else, he can provide him a little bit more depth. Uh, and, you know, who knows where he is. But he got an injury extension. So basically, like, his career was extended by a year through the NCAA um, due to injury. So that's where why he was kind of looking for a school this late in the process. And, Again, it goes back to that relationship uh, with Travis Fisher. And, you know, we'll see. It's, it's hard to know what, if anything, Nebraska is going to get out of him, especially just with the timing of all this. Uh, but, you know, he's a, he's a veteran guy who's been around college programs for a long time now and, uh, if nothing else, can, can give you a little bit of experience and, and depth at a position that um, has had quite a bit of turnover this year. Robin, always good stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Good I'll, chat, I'll chat with you at 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely do some Good chatting. plug there. RobinWashItOn3.com. Yeah, on On3.com on the Nebraska site, we do a live chat at 10 a.m., which I you were overslept participant in every time, right on time. I'll be there today. Never been late before. I'll be there today. Stop. Maybe I should chime in. Yeah, That would be great. That would be great. Yeah, I'd is, love- uh- <laughs> <laughs> what would your handle be? Orange man? No, <laughs> no, no. Would not be orange man. Would uh, it be? Would it be? Um, drive chunker. <laughs> Chunked drives ch- chimes in. Drive, drive chunker. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You chunk any yet? Last night? No. You chunk any? Oh, you know, I, I did have a. I chunked a gap wedge off the tee. Did you? I just made a birdie. You know, I was even par. Mm-hmm. Why were you I using a gap it? wedge? Because it was a 130 yard hole. Okay. Par three. Did easy you chunk hole. It? I just pulled it left into crap, just bladed it. <laughs> made a five, and that was the rest of history. Shot two over last night. That's unfortunate. Bad. Let's play the game. You'll give us a call right now at 464 5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Once again, you lost yesterday, so it's on a little bit of a rough stretch here for you. Yeah, I got to lock in. All right, so we just had the the Pro Football Hall of Fame game last week, so because it's honoring the Pro Football Hall of Fame members. So how about some all time Pro Football Hall of Famer colleges? What schools did the greats go to? Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. The lines are jacked today. The people want bagels. They think you're struggling, so the bagels appear to be easy. No, don't don't give them away. Sip. Fight for them. Fight for them today. <laughs> fight. fight for the bagels. 
I'm going to fight. Look, the, look, at, look who's I'm on the a, line I'm here. going to give you guys a hint. These are all pretty recent Hall of Famers oh, here. I prefer that they're like Larry Zonka. You know his college? Syracuse. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> Dolphins great Larry Zonka. Okay. Tater, how do you feel about Pro Football Hall of Famer colleges? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, we'll see what happens. Well, yeah. that's, that is what will happen. Tater, I, I'm, I'm on a bit of a losing trend, and I need to get off of it. Let's go. We'll see how it goes. He doesn't want that to happen. He wants to win. Tater, first question goes to you. What school did Hall of Fame defensive end Jason Taylor go to? Oh, gosh. Um, I can tell you I've never even heard of him. So, oh, come on. He's a Dolphins great. Play with the Jets. Think they played for Washington for a second, too, maybe. Uh, let's go ahead. I'm just going to take a wild guess here and say uh, USC. Zip, before you answer this, do you know how much it hurts me to have someone say they never heard of Jason Taylor? Yes, it's one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah, I can see him. I can still see him swooping up, swooping in off the edge. Yes. and getting sacks for the Miami Hurricanes. That's where we went to school. Hurricanes. Yeah, hurricanes. Well, he must have had a different visual back in time. He was an Akron Zip. Oh God, who am I thinking of? I don't know. Oh, that's a shame, though. That's minus one? Yep. Zero to negative one. This is to get it back to all square. Sip. Give it in. What school did Hall of Fame cornerback Ty Law go to? Ty Law. I just have a list of teams in front of me. Ty Law? Yes. What school did Ty Law attend? Ty Law? That's the name? Five seconds. Five. Four. Three. I'll say Miami. Just guessed Miami twice. It's been incorrect twice. Tater, do you want Ty Law or not? I'm going to pass on him. That'd be the Michigan Wolverines for Ty Law. How, How do I not know that? Tater, this is for the win. This is embarrassing. It's zero to negative one. Uh, last question. What school did Hall of Fame defensive back Champ Bailey go to? I know that one, Tater. Little well, one. you say you know a lot, and I, I know you sometimes still get it wrong. <laughs> he just did a second ago, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Any guesses? Okay. Tater? I'm going to go ahead and say he was with the team that won the national championship oh, last year, God. both the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, God. And the skid continues for Sip and Shut Up Sipple. Georgia is correct. Congrats, Tater. We'll get your bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Nice hey, uh, hey, Sip. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and just shut up today, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that one. It's a good take. Okay. No, I love you guys. Yeah. You have a good day. Great job. <laughs> wow. Well, that was good. That's a good, that's a good way to say it. Ones. Why don't you go ahead and shut up? <laughs> yeah, why don't you just go ahead and shut up? <laughs> Man. Last question? Yeah. What school did Hall of Fame linebacker Brian Erlacher go to? God. Utah. Utah. <laughs> Where the hell did he go? You are on a board. It's, it borders that state. Utah New state. Mexico. Oh, New Mexico. All right, let's, let's do one last one for the hell of it. This is already <laughs> a painful right. for you. Yeah. All right, Randy Moss, okay. Hall of Famer. 
played 14 NFL seasons. How many rushing attempts, rushing attempts, did he have in his career? It's a Hall of Fame receiver. Wait a second. So he played at Marshall. That doesn't matter. I, I said I said NFL. So in the NFL, how many rushing attempts? As a Hall of Fame receiver. In how many seasons? 14. Oh, man. I say five. <laughs> I mean, it's not horrible. <laughs> 25. Okay. He's fast, you know. They might have ran some reverse with right. him. Yeah, well. I wouldn't run I wouldn't run him too much on the reverse though. That's your that's your franchise. That's your franchise. He ran Percy Harvin a lot. I guess he got hurt. He's so. a little different kind of player. Oh, yeah, he is. Moss. Right, I know. But to your in your defense, it didn't help out. Percy, Percy Harvin got concussion looked, problems. Percy Harvin looks like a running back. Randy Moss doesn't look like anything like a running back. He's a gazelle. Yeah, he's a gazelle. I mean, Xavier Betts didn't look like a running back either, but they, they found ways to run him. Well, congrats to Tater. Yeah, you're now 0-2 on the week once again. I don't even know what to say anymore. Well, thank you for everybody. The lines were jacked on Tuesday. On Monday, we're, we we got to figure out something on Monday, how to to rustle People up more just, calls. Yeah, they're just well, still woozy from the weekend. But that's on us. I think we got to, during the, the show. The people are texting and, and you know viewing it. They just don't want to call and play, take, to, take you down in trivia. I think I have a remedy for it, but we'll talk about that off the air. The spillover is next on Early Break on the Ticket.